All right now, let's go talk to Dan Hasty, radio play-by-play voice of the Tigers' high A affiliate in the Midwest League, the West Michigan Whitecaps. We'll get his thoughts on the farm system and also uh, the Tigers' opening weekend in Tampa. How you doing, Daniel? Yeah, do we have to talk about that Tigers opening Ooh, weekend? <laughs> man. Not the not the ideal way to start your summer, but then again, I mean, I guess that lowers expectations or changes expectations, and if that was the idea, then success, I suppose. Well, and that's where I'm at, Dan, and I opened up an hour ago on this Monday broadcast with a year ago, you know, we're thinking with the addition of Baez, Eduardo Rodriguez from the Red Sox, Austin Meadows from a quality contender like Tampa. Uh, the Torkelson green era was set to begin at the big league level together. Uh, the starting pitching had, you know, the Mises, and we were all excited about the future. And I had expectations that they would contend for a wild card. Now, a year later, there are none. But I will tell you, sitting in Tropicana Field on Thursday for the opener, I think what the Tigers have right now are a lot of guys who aren't everyday major leaguers in that lineup. I really do. Well, well, and I'll tell you this. Yeah. I think right now they're going to go through some, some some significant growing pains. And the reason for that is this. I do believe that now the Tigers do have a lot more of the processes in place that good teams have. Now, do they have good enough players? I guess we'll have to wait and see. But – they're now really with Scott Harris in there. They're diving into giving their players a lot of the same resources as the Tampa Bay Rays of the world, the LA Dodgers is of the world. And now they're learning how to use that information. And I, I think there's a real argument to be made that they didn't have that before. They, they were very behind the eight ball as much as, you know, the Tigers wanted to, to sell you otherwise. They didn't have a lot of what some of the big teams were able to give to their players. But that was one of the big earmarks of the Scott Harris entrance into the Tiger system is that they did not want to be in a spot where they didn't feel like they were giving their current roster all the resources necessary to succeed. And unfortunately, they just didn't have that in the past. So now they're banking on the fact that they do. And now you have to hope and see that they have kind of the Scott Harris trademark of making the current roster better than maybe they actually are. If that's going to come into focus as the season goes along. But I know that that's something that has been considered a strength for Scott Harris at his other stops in the past. So when you look at what they could do, let's just say for the sake of this conversation and Dan hasty voice of the Tigers, high affiliate in the Midwest league, the West Michigan Whitecaps joining us on the Meyer guest line that they don't hit again in the Houston series. So now you get to the home opener Thursday against the Red Sox and granted the Rays into the Astros, into the Red Sox, really into their month of uh, April is pretty stout competition. But if they don't start hitting, I know it's a 162-game season. As I said an hour ago, there's no need to panic after three games but what's the first moves that could happen if they aren't hitting? And I'm talking within what A.J. Hinch has to work with right now on the Major League roster. I think they're going to hit. I think at some point in the near future, they are going to start hitting. I know that last year was like an offense of historically bad proportions. I get it. But I do think that they're going to be better in that area. 
it just didn't look like it here after the first couple of days. Um, but all that being said, if they do go down to the minor leagues and, and they go find a Parker Meadows or, or somebody like that, I mean, look, it's just going to come down to who is producing at, at that level. But I, I do think that they'll find their way out of this, this paper bag, so to speak. I mean, it, it's been a brutal start, but I, I do think that they have what's going to be necessary for these guys to get better as the season goes on. I think some of these guys are doing a lot of things for the very first time. They're, they're learning a lot. I know at the major league level, it's not the ideal place to be having to, quote, learn. But this is one of the opportunities that get afforded to players. You think about the Nick Matons and the Matt Beerlings in the world. I mean, they're going to be able to learn as big leaguers and as everyday big leaguers. These guys are going to get a chance to play every single day. So I think that they're going to figure it out. I don't think it's going to be two runs over the course of three games all, all that much more, but I know it's not the start that the Tigers wanted, and I don't think it's going to be something that continues either. You know, if you would have told me a week ago, Dan, that you would get the innings you got out of uh, Wentz and Rodriguez, I would say the Tigers might be 2-1 and one right now. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the Tampa Bay Rays, they're the poster boy. I mean, they're the, as good as it gets when it comes to player development. Nobody has their young players ready to be impact players and contributors once they make for the major leagues than the Tampa Bay Rays. So, I mean, there's a reason that when the Tigers were looking to round out their front office that they decided to bring in the, the person who was running Tampa Bay Rays drafts for the last decade to be their assistant general manager. I mean, they know that this is how it's supposed to look. They know where they need to be. They know what trees they need to be barking up. So to that end, I give them credit because the Dodgers and Tampa Bay are considered to be two of the best front offices as it pertains to player development. And they have really loaded up their staffs with a lot of people who think and act along those same lines. Man, look at Torkelson, Viraline, Scope, uh, Maton, Kreidler, and Haas between them. Okay, I think we're talking seven guys between them. Total, two hits in the first three games. Mm. And, you know, I will say this. To Tampa Bay's credit... They are probably the team that can teach the master class on matchups and how to optimize matchups. I mean, they've got as much data. I mean, for all the, the money that they don't spend at the major league level, they spend a ton of money on those behind the scenes things like matchups and analytics and minor league development. And things like that. So they are spending money. They just don't spend money the same way that a lot of major league teams and their fans want their teams to be spending. But I mean, go go look. The proof is in the last three games that you just watched. I mean, those guys they know exactly what they're doing. I will say, like I said, uh, Wentz and Eduardo Rodriguez impressed with their uh, innings that they could give before they had to go to the pen. Work in progress. I, I'm not shocked. Uh, I do agree that, you know, Tampa's a team that could be there uh, winning the American League at the end of the year, even though the Yankees look extremely powerful. It is kind of crazy to see a guy, you know, I know you follow the farm and you see Trace Thompson, who was once in the Tigers organization, have three homers and eight RBIs the other night for the Dodgers. But then again, when you're in the Dodgers lineup, 
and your Trace Thompson, you're seeing pitches to hit. <laughs> well, and look at it this way too, Bill. He he was never Trace Thompson is a great example of the fact that up until recently, the Tigers just didn't have the necessary processes in place to make Trace Thompson a thing at the major league level. The LA Dodgers, they do have those things available to them, but the Tigers did not. And I know that they made it a priority this offseason to upgrade and put themselves in a position where they can have that type of a breakout player, somebody that does have that available. Here's the, here's the truth of the matter. Trace Thompson, if he was still in the Tiger system, would still be probably in AAA Toledo. Probably not, nowhere near a big league roster. But the Dodgers, they had some things in place to identify him as somebody that could come up and help them. They were able to implement those things, and to their credit, they were right. It was never going to happen for him as a Detroit Tiger. So to that end, I'm really happy for him because, I mean, if it wasn't going to happen here, I'm glad it happened for him somewhere else. But I, I think that's something that the Tigers will look at, and whether it's a guy like that or maybe an Esau Paredes who ended up in Tampa last year and had some success, they really looked inward during this past offseason, and they said, okay, why is this happening? Why is this happening or not happening with us as opposed to where it is happening with other teams and in other places? So I think they took some steps this offseason to change that, and I'm curious to see how that plays out, not only in the major leagues, but in the minor leagues this season as well. You know, speaking between the major and the minor leagues and how things play out, is Torkelson going to hit his way to stay in the big leagues or could he end up back in Toledo getting more seasoning with the Mud Hens? I don't think it's necessary. I mean, you, you look at some of the important numbers, the numbers that matter from over the course of the weekend, and hit the ball hard. And as long as he's hitting the ball hard, it's going to even itself out as the season goes on. I mean, all he can ask the guy to go up is, is make hard contact. And he did that a ton. So I'm encouraged about that. I mean, I think I saw a bunch of his exit velos over 100 miles per hour over the weekend. If he continues to do that, the rest will take care of itself. We talked about it last week. and he, He's going to be fine. Um, to, to what level, I don't know. Because we talked about this when we were filling in for you on Thursday's show. Is like, he's a first baseman, and he's a right-handed first baseman. So he has to not only hit for power, but he's got to hit for more power than most guys. He's got to hit for average, but he's got to hit for a better average than most guys. If he's going to be an asset as a first baseman, he's going to have to be something in the neighborhood of 330 homers, 100 RBIs. But I do think that's well within his range of possibilities. Good thing is through 11 at-bats, the opening weekend in Tampa, only two strikeouts, like you mentioned, uh, putting the bat on the baseball. So we'll see what Torque does starting tonight in Houston. Dan Hasty, voice of the Tigers. High A affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps in the Midwest League. Joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Uh, when do the Whitecaps uh, open up their season? Opening night is April 6th. That is Thursday. So it's the same day as the Tigers' home opener. They'll be playing in the afternoon. The Whitecaps will be playing in the evening. They've got the, the Fort Wayne Tin Caps. That's the San Diego Padres Midwest League affiliate. And they traded, the San Diego Padres traded so many of those players away last year 
so they could go get Juan Soto for the big league team. So it, it was a decimated team. Remember that picture of uh, Will Smith from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air just standing in the empty living room? Yeah. That was basically the Fort Wayne Tin Caps the last two months of the season last year. So I'm guessing that they still don't have exactly all of their losses recouped from that. So I think it could be a fun night for the Whitecaps, a fun weekend for the Whitecaps. But it starts at 635 over at uh, LMCU Ballpark come Thursday night. Dan, uh, thanks for filling in last Thursday when I was over at Tropicana Field or down uh, at Tropicana Field in Tampa. Solid job, my friend. Appreciate your thoughts on uh, weekend one for the Tigers in 2023 and enjoy that home opener for the Whitecaps Thursday night here on the west side of the state. Always a pleasure, my friend. You got it. All right, Dan Hasty checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Tigers.